Good evening, welcome to another episode of A, Cu- a Cup of Wave. I have a band today, which is uh, a first, because I'm usually at home with a cup of tea, but tonight I'm out with actually nothing. I forgot to get myself a, a glass of Coke. Um, <coughs> if the band would like to introduce themselves. Joseph, yeah. what up? We are straight for the sun. I'm going to do it individually, so... Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of had to. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Callum, the lead singer of Straight For The Sun. I'm Paulie, I'm the lead guitar player. Jamie, I'm the drummer. Tom, I'm the rhythm guitar player. I'm Oz, I'm the bass player. So, I'm going to have to ask the obvious, how did you come about? Oh, it was me, uh, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, I was in a pop punk band originally. Uh, we were called No Tomorrow. It was going swimmingly. Uh, then it didn't. <laughs> we just, we just fell out. We, I had a, we had a really good gig booked at one of the big venues in Birmingham, and I was like, "Screw you guys! I'm, I'm having this gig." But obviously, I didn't have a band, so I went to Paulie because the only other musician I knew was like, "Paulie, can you get me a band in the space of a month?" And he went, "I'll see what I can do." He came back and he had these. Uh, actually, we're the only two original members. We had different people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we changed it up. We Paulie got up. loads of musicians that he knew. Then we got rid of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have us three. We have us. Basically. It was a slow story though, because like you joined quite a while ago. Pointing to Jamie, sorry. I just can't see it. But Jamie joined quite a while yeah, before so I, I got a message to say I'm looking for a drummer, and I'd never played metal before. Okay. my entire life. I was like, okay, I spent two weeks learning double bass drum pedal and kind of winged it for the first year. Okay. <laughs> and then we brought in Oz and Callum because we wanted to better ourselves, if we're honest. Yeah. We've been in this lineup for about a year now and it's been pretty pretty damn good to yeah. so, yeah. You have got a decent following and it has kind of gone along quite quick. Well, it seems from the outside it's gone quickly, but it always does from the outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for us as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Been a bit weird, bit yeah. like the stuff we've kind of done in a year, it's a bit metal. Yeah. <laughs> a year and, year and a half we were playing small venues with no one turning up, but now we're playing West Street Live and people coming to see us from around the country. So. Yeah. That, well... Just say where you're originally from, because people might not know. Oh, we're from Birmingham. We're Brummies. Brummies. Sorry, excuse me, Slime. <laughs> Everyone turns off now. <laughs> so, what's your experience with mindset, mental health, when it comes to being a part of the band? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, especially over the last year, I'd have to say. I was trying to make lots of new music and stuff like that. There's been tension. Yeah, Definitely yeah, been a lot of tension. Bit. That basically means we've all hated Jake. <laughs> all hated him. <laughs> all hated, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now um, I, um, I was actually diagnosed with depression in October last year, so it's been an interesting one for me. But honestly, this band, this program, anything that keeps me sane, really, it's a good outlet. Yeah. Uh, music, music, music tends to be general. a good way. Yeah, it does. Oh, completely, one hundred percent. Not just in music, like you know, the, we're all mates as well, so it just really yeah. helps to be around people that give a shit about you. you know? There's so. actually a study that says metal music is actually more therapeutic for anybody who suffers from mental health or depression. Got a bit, got a bit. Hundreds. It's more passionate. Boxing to let out anger when, especially for me as a drummer, going ham on the drum kit, you do afterwards feel a lot more calmer almost. It's a bit weird to say after a metal gig, but you do feel a bit calmer. Because yeah. all that energy is expended, you just yeah, 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 totally. 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 Not only that, but it's got to be an ego boost when people are like cheering for you. Callum, like, do you want to take this? <laughs> 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 I'm surprised you can fit in this booty. You know what? You're very joke, but I will fully take it. Like, there's been times where we've gone to a gig and I've been really down or something, or something's happened like the last week. We've played the gig 
and fully people have loved the gig and I've come away feeling like yo I'm on top of the world now yeah. like it is a, such a surreal feeling the yeah, amount, it's, it's crazy the amount yeah. of times I've been stopped somewhere like even, I've been stopped in the middle of a, a pit I got stopped in the middle of a pit for a day to remember and the guy was like oh you're in straight for the sun like yeah yeah, yeah I am, <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. It's that kind of like you kind of like, oh, I'm a bit insecure, don't really say much. There's a, oh, you're a gentleman from Straight for Sun. Yes, I am. <laughs> and how are you? Uh, well, if you didn't see, if you can't see that, his whole posture changed with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, individually, how have you managed to bypass any issue to come together? I think. Again, like I said, we've had tips before, but it's all because we want the best for the band. Yeah. Like if like we are very passionate about music and everything like that, but we also all five of us have completely different music tastes. Gotcha. Elaborate on that. Elaborate. We've got classic rock Callum. Eighties glam over here. What up? <laughs> we've got Paulie who likes his metal, but is also. I love my Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. I like my jazz chords. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I like I said. I'm a, I was a massive indie kid, Arctic Monkeys and all that. Up until I joined this band, and started listening to a bit of heavy music. Oz. <laughs> I'm into everything to be fair. Yeah, do you listen to music anymore? No, I was into everything except for metal. It's like Jamie said, once you're sort of in the metal scene, you're, you're literally just hearing it all yeah. the time. And you you go, start to actually appreciate what it's like. As a person who never liked metal, yesterday I heard a song by Chelsea Grin. <laughs> <laughs> That's how like, heavy is heavy is heavy. Yeah, I'm and definitely I was like, head. ooh! <laughs> and then we have Tom who is... Metal, 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 metal. <laughs> yeah. If he doesn't chug or scream, I'm not really interested. So. <laughs> <laughs> or it's Ariana Grande. Or it's Ariana Grande. That's the only rule. Like, Ariana like Grande. You're speaking to a woman that went from Westlife to Slipknot. There you go. I love it. Man. I love it. Like a good playlist to me. So. Fucking <laughs> so, metal. Man. Yeah, we, but when we've very different, different music tastes. I mean, sometimes we've had to go. Usually, if I have an idea and all four of them hate it, I have to hold my hands up and go, yeah. look. It's, it's, struggle, it's a struggle for him to actually put his hands up. Happens but a lot. Happens a lot. I will admit though, what's kind of worked recently is just just being more open about anything. Like even if someone doesn't like an idea, just going, you know what? No, it's a bit shit, really. Yeah. <laughs> it was like recording at EB. It's coming out in May. Is that we had like three songs ready for it, and we needed two more. And we kept humming and hawing, like, I'm going to write these. Ah, and then we were kind of forcing ourselves to write. But it turned out the two songs that we ripped like nine months, months ago, months ago. <laughs> like, were perfect. We were just being asses, basically. <laughs> and they, they turned out to be some of the best tracks on the EP. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's there's been some ups and downs. I feel like it, in order to get through stuff, we just play gigs. Yeah. Like, last year we played like 41 shows like around the country. And Trying stuff out, like we've, we've played songs before and then completely ditched them. Yeah. Because we've played a set, everyone's there, and there was one song called VHS, which we won't speak of <laughs> ever again. That's a swear word, though, isn't it? We played it, and half the room went for a cigarette and came back as a song. <laughs> oh, so we went. Bad. Yeah, it's a bad and after, song. And afterwards, we went, let's never play that song again. <laughs> and ever. we haven't. And we haven't played it ever. No, at all. To, no, be, at all. to be fair, in the really early stages, most of the arguments were because we have this, these different interests in music. Yeah. But as we sort of grew out of that, all of the arguments came because we just released a few really good songs 
like when we when we first made Sirens, for example, we wanted it. We wanted the next song to be better than Sirens, yeah. and so we were all we all had this really weird perfectionist sort of way about it. Yeah. And yeah. so we were, we were all getting like too attached to what we were doing. Yeah. So we'd just scrap entire songs because we none of us felt like they were as good as what yeah. we could be doing. We how were like so. How do you overcome that perfectionist? We you have to wait till that. It will be Tom will play a riff or Paulie will have a little guitar like I'll play some drums or something and everyone goes that yeah it was, it, that. It, it was just like a click moment like one yeah. day we were like wait that's it that's yeah, the no, one that's it's it. like when you know you know like yeah. that's it as soon as you hear it that's gotta be a to song to be fair with the EP it just got to a point where we're like ah we've had six months it's a week away till we're recording we still need two songs <laughs> ah these two old songs are actually incredible let's use those and then god we sound so organised <laughs> <laughs> we're we're Disorganised chaos, yeah. and that's how I like it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's kind of like any student when they have six months to do an essay, and then they leave it in the last two weeks. However, it comes out so good because there's, <laughs> there's that level of anger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when my essay has come back. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying about also, to be fair, the anger and stress mm. for our kind of music as well. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, the, the last two songs Boy was talking about. They're the heaviest songs we've ever wrote. Yeah. yeah. I think it was because there was so much anger and stress about we have to write this, we have to write it, we have to get it out. Then something clicked and we just went, look, let's just make it heavy. Yeah. And it worked. It really, really worked. So how has being on the road affected your personal lives? <laughs> well, you've gone to Callum. Oh, okay. Two right. girlfriends. Oh, right. right. Yeah. So, so in this past year of being in a band, I was going to sound really bad on here, this, but I played with Karen. Um, I've gone through what two, two jobs. For the first tour, I was in a job at the Safari Park. <laughs> not and to name drop. No, no, not to name anyone. But um, basically, they wouldn't let me go on this tour. Okay. It, I will give it to them. It was the busiest point of the year. Fair but enough. I was kind of going on it, whether yeah. they liked it or not. Okay. So, um, so I lost that job because of it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, I've also quit another job and literally lost two girlfriends in the space, but. It's, I mean, it's just bands. What? Girlfriends? I wouldn't say like specifically why, but was it they wasn't supported? Or? I think both of it was. I spent more time put into the band than I did probably to my personal life. But again, I wouldn't do it different if I did it again. Plus, if they were the right ones, they would have understood it. Yeah, ma'am. See, see. Uh, anybody else want to divulge and how it's affected their personal life? Uh, yeah, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> Open up. Yeah, well, yeah, I was in a very long-term relationship for about uh, nearly five years, um, yeah. and we went on that first tour, and it was like a, a moment was like, oh shit, like I really, this is what I want my life to be. Yeah. But my uh, girlfriend at the time, she was a, a school teacher. She was very, you know, I want the house and the kids. Kind of want it now, and I was like, well, I can't give you that anymore. So it was kind of like a crossroads situation. So. Uh, you know, I had to make the call and end it. Like she, she was like, "We'll give it a go," but I could tell she wasn't happy, and yeah. it was going to go worse. So I made the call, and yes, yeah, since then I've just done my own thing, you know, and uh, it's worked out. You know, it's worked out, I think. So yeah. That's good. When you know you're going on two different paths, no yeah, you got to lock it up before it gets like we're, like we're on good terms. I see her like pretty much every week. Cause we're in the same friendship group now. Like you know, we can deal with each other. Whereas if I left it, it would have been a you know, hate each other kind of thing. So. Yeah, I feel like we, we both feel it was the right thing to do, end it there, you know, so. To, to be fair, there was, there was a period when all of us literally had to go back to our partners and say, are you going to be okay if we're gone for yeah. this amount of time, kind of thing? And 
Lutli us three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Three out of five. Luckily, three, three out of five girlfriends are okay with that. The majority but, uh, is okay. Yeah, but uh, it, it was. It is odd that you, ha- you sort of have to have those conversations. Like yeah. you do, yeah. you do realize this isn't a hobby. Yeah. The only thing that we're we're deadly serious, and we might be gone for two months. Are you gonna be okay with us? See that that's a lot really hard for a lot of people well, to yeah. understand. Yeah. And I say it always comes down to if it's the right one, then they will. Not only that, but just because you're away doesn't mean to say they can't come visit you, or there's always ways around it. So, as I don't want to be too long with the, they're going to be a bit of of noise soon. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything, I usually do it for half an hour, but as there's going to be bands playing soon, do each of you have a piece of information for anybody who's about to start this room? Because I usually have it, I have a different question, but as it's five of you, I can't ask you individually. (laughs) So if you all have your own piece of advice for anybody who's about to start this journey, what would it be? So start with you Okay, first. me first, sweet. Um, Save money. I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> now, be, be prepared for like lots of ups and downs, like especially starting out, you're gonna get told no quite a lot. Like the amount of promoters that we've probably pr- like approached at first with like one single out and they were like, um, now we're not feeling it. Or like there's been so many times where we've been shot down and it's like just, don't let that phase you. Just, just take it on the shoulder and don't let it phase you at all because that's it's just part, it, of, it. It, it's, it's part of it. It's part of getting through it. It's part of getting up there. Uh, it's it's hard. It's really hard, <laughs> and it's not for someone who wants to do it as a hobby. Like the music industry, if you're not fierce and you don't want it, you're being alive. Simple as that. It's it's either put everything into it or you don't and if you don't you're not going to get far you're going to be playing in small pubs in your city for the rest of your life if you don't just simply go and ask someone in another city can I play a show and you don't ask a hundred more people you won't get a single show like I booked that so I booked the most recent tour and it's literally me emailing calling people like here's my band this is what we can do give us a show and that's how I've done it and that's how we've all worked towards it if you don't ask questions and if you don't ask if you don't if you're not ballsy about it no one's going to give you the opportunities it, it's you don't get given them opportunities uh the music business in the uk is a lot smaller than people actually think and i think that's something you need to realize <laughs> the point in who's next? Um, <laughs> it's your boy. Paulie's Paul stolen everybody. Five points in that. Yeah. yeah. What I was saying about girlfriends of that, just be prepared, prepared to give it all up. Really? I mean, <laughs> sorry, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like again, some of us have been lucky with stuff. Like I've been uh, lucky Callum. with a job. Uh, been lucky with loads of other things. Um, it's cool, man. But uh, to be fair, I think one thing you've got to see about it is that a lot of us have jobs which haven't got anything to do with music. And we spend most of our days sat in front of a computer, working at Safari Park, working <laughs> in the mobile industry for a, of a big conglomerate retail chain. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about all in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, the only thing, but the one thing that gets you through that is knowing that I am spending eight, ten hours a day working, earning minimum wage, to then spend it all on 
travel to go play a show in Sheffield. Yeah. Which as much as people will go, uh, well I could spend that on this or go like that. If you feel like, you, oh I could spend it on this, you don't want it enough. Yeah. We all are skint. We have we are no so money. Oh, we have we no are, money. We, <laughs> don't, so we, we don't go out, we stay in, we buy cheapest drinks, do student nights, purely so that we can then go and do stuff like this. And sometimes it works out, and other times it doesn't, but if you keep plugging, keep plugging, keep plugging, you're going to end up, well, not to self-promote, but we're going to play the O2 Institute to headline to show. May 11th. On May 11th. Yeah. £8.50 for tickets. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be our biggest ever yeah. show, like ever. And we're releasing our EP on that day. Obviously, that's cost a lot of money, but it, again, it's all because we've got like, look, I, I don't care, take it. It's all worth it, yeah. It's all worth it. It is worth it. Uh, yeah, well, I think Jamie's pretty much hit it on the head. You have to be prepared to sacrifice everything you like, whether it's free time, girlfriends, living situations, sometimes jobs, anything. If you're not prepared to do that, you're not going to succeed as a band. You have to give it everything, all your money. You know, you can work. I work full time. I work full time. I leave that. I go straight to rehearsal for four hours. You know, I have, I have free time. It's work bands just to fund it, you know. Same thing. If you can't do that, that's it. A lot of bands, I feel, think we'll start a band, we'll play a few shows, a record label will magically appear and give us all this money. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore, especially with heavier music. It ain't 1980. Not at all. <laughs> you have to be essentially your own. Like a lot of bands now, even big ones. I think Energy Car is an example. They have their own record label just for themselves. They promote themselves with their own managers. Everything they do it all by themselves. Yeah. And like that's the kind of a lot. And a lot of people they'll get to a point kind of where we are, and they're like, oh man. I'm that's a lot of work, I'm not ready to do that. And that's where it ends, so you have to be ready to give it everything, otherwise it's never gonna happen. And you have to have that love for what you do as well. Like, you know, if it wasn't the feeling that we get on stage and off stage when people talk to us and like us, like, that's all, that's the payment enough, you know, that's payment enough for me. So yeah, that's, that's my two cents. <laughs> I'd say, and this is one that I learned from being in this band, to be fair, uh, is that you shouldn't limit your, uh, your inspirations to just your genre. Yeah. Because it's really common for metal or any genre, to be fair, to uh, they'll get a metal drummer and then they'll get two metal guitarists and a metal bassist and a metal singer, and they just sound like every generic metal band. Yeah. Where in in reality, if you look at what we've done, we've got like a, a blues bass player, an indie drummer, a classic rock singer, uh, a metal guitarist, and all this stuff, and it actually works really well purely because of that. Yeah. It, all of the big bands that sort of come out of nowhere have all got little niches yeah. because it's something that's differentiating them from metal or something from a different band so that's so if, if, you, if you're in a position where you want to start a metal band and you're looking for metal guitarists and metal bass players and all this stuff, maybe just you know if you know a, if you know a guy and you work really well with him just just go for it go for him it's more important that you go, that you're playing with somebody who you can get on with than somebody who fits your genre because sometimes they can bring something that somebody from a metal mind frame wouldn't have. Another thing I'll probably say, don't marry your songs. As in, don't get too attached to them. They will morph, they will change. If you hold on to them too much, you're gonna get set and you're gonna start breaking with your bands. If you just give the art to your bands, let them mold it, let them craft it, you'll get something better, 100%. Just don't be too attached to your art. Yeah. You know what, I don't know if it's an overload, but I've probably got one more. Make sure, and this is the probably one of the most important things, you are close friends and you really get on with everyone in your band. 
you must be spending more hours out of your week like with them than anyone like more hours more practice more rehearsal in the van traveling places recording literally everything you know it's probably the most important thing I'd say that just everyone in the band gets on everyone really likes each other it's like it's like what Oz was saying if it's better. <laughs> <laughs> we all said the same thing. You were talking about how was it on the road and everything. Yeah. We would have killed each other if we weren't mates. We left him in a field. We left yeah. him in a field because we were that yeah. pissed off. Um, <laughs> like, it, if we were oh. just saw that, if we just see it as a business, I mean, definitely do see it as a business. That's got all the money side we spoke about yeah. that. But if you just see it as that, you're gonna go, you're gonna play your shows, you're gonna leave and go, great, that was a good work day. We don't see it like that, we see it like, oh, the travelling, we're all interested in each other's interests. We're playing a fucking Star Wars trivia game on this way up. <laughs> yeah, like, that was brilliant. Like, it was brilliant. That's because we all get along with each other and there's the kind of well-being of us all is not just, oh, how am I feeling, it's how everyone is feeling. Yeah. See, from what I've, I've heard, and obviously you podcasters know that I also help with uh, Shonen, and it's actually how I met these guys from yeah. Shonen. Um, and basically, what the, the biggest thing I got from it is making music's the easy part, making money's the hard. And you can't, yeah, 10%. You, you can't put the hard work in if you don't love what you're doing. Yeah. And if you don't believe in what you're doing, like everything, if you do not believe in what you're doing 100%, just walk away. There's no yeah. point. Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah, man. 100%. So I think that's a good point to leave on. So if you'd like to say goodbye for everyone, and also where can they find you? Everywhere. Facebook. Literally, yeah. So if you're searching straight for the sun to Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I just said YouTube. <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Tidal, YouTube, SoundCloud, YouTube, <laughs> but not Twitter. You, 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 you get the idea. We basically use everything but Twitter. But if you put in straight for the sun to anything there, you'll you'll find us. Give us a follow. It would mean the absolute world. Yeah. Check us out. Let us know what you think. Put our songs on loop so we have yeah, money. <laughs> and like we said, uh, on May eleventh, we're going to be releasing our first EP. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a big show at the O2 Institute 2 in Birmingham. And then after that, I can't tour, say tour. anything. We're on tour. <laughs> I can't and around the north <laughs> end of the country. Yeah, we're, we're coming pretty much in the entire, uh, all the areas. Right back here. Right back here. Yeah. 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 So we're doing what, Leeds, we know we're doing Sheffield. We know we're doing same venue. Oh yeah, same venue. Yeah, we're coming here on tour. Yeah. Like, literally coming in. Uh, Nottingham, uh, Manchester, Liverpool. And a smattering of others. Yeah, and a few others. Well, I, what I'll do then is I'll put on my page and everything on the. I'll put links to everything and might be a lot of links by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do because we're crap at this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you our blood types in a bit, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, uh, that is a note to end on, though. That's it. There we go. <laughs> Jamie is dying in the corner. You need some insulin, don't you, boy? Uh, and on that note, everybody, good day, good brew. If you like this episode and want to listen to more, I have over 60 episodes of A Cuppa With, and they go from me talking on my own about subjects and stories of my life to others 
and some people I've spoken to have incredible, incredible stories. And that's what it's all about. Talking about people's stories over a cup of tea and having those open conversations. So like I say, if you like, share, subscribe, rate, that's all appreciated. And thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this.